It's time for children's story, given today by one of the greatest storytellers of all times, Uncle Jack Loganbill. As you make your, as the kids make their way up front, we are collecting money for the children's ministries. Yeah, no pressure there, Joe. Huh? <laughs> group we got here today. Welcome. I'm glad that you brought your parents to church. It's always a good thing to do. Huh? Um, I'd like to start off a lot of times with asking you the question, what is the Bible? Does anybody know what is the Bible? It's where you learn um, about God. Ah, so the Bible is where you learn about God. You know, if you look it up in the dictionary, and that's the perfect answer, if you look it up in the dictionary, it basically says the Bible is a bunch of books <laughs> that just happen to be put together. Of course, we believe it's a little more than that. One of those books is the book of Ephesians, and that's written by a guy named Paul. And Paul lived in a time... I don't have my... <laughs> um, Paul lived at a time when Roman soldiers were everywhere. Roman soldiers were the greatest fighting force known to man. They were also policemen, so to speak, in the areas that they governed. And so Paul wrote a letter to, um, to a group of people, a group of Christians, a church in, Ephes in Ephesus called the Ephesians. And he took the picture of a Roman soldier and wrote them a letter about how they should behave. You know, for example, it starts off, it's a, pretty good actually, it starts off by telling children how they should behave, but it also tells parents how they should behave to the children, okay? It says, don't upset your children, right, Pastor? So, no, we don't know that one. So, so we're in Ephesians chapter 6, and the story actually starts in verse 11 where it says, put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil or the bad temptations, the bad things around us. Okay, let's go to the next slide. Can anybody tell me what that is? Football stuff. Okay, Jaden said it's football stuff. When a football player goes onto the field, he puts on shoulder pads and thigh pads and a helmet, right? And that way he won't get hurt, or at least I think that's 
what's supposed to happen. What's the next slide? Oh, hockey players, right? And hockey players, they wear a lot of stuff. They put on skates. Yeah, they put on skates, okay? And they put on even a garter belt there. I had one. There's, this one says mouth guard. One, I guess, in Canada, they call it a gum guard. And I thought, why would you need to guard your gum? But anyway, next. These are some of the new policeman uniforms. What's that? Yeah, it looks like a SWAT team. Look at that. He's got a shield and he's got a, I don't know, some kind of a helmet and sticks and boots. Okay, it doesn't look very comfortable, but that's what the protection they have to wear when they go into trouble. Let's look at the next one. What's that, do you think? Armor. That's the armor. That is a, this is an image. Um, I didn't know they had color photography back in Paul's time. But this is what the Roman soldiers looked like. And so when they would go into battle, they would have all of this equipment. Why do you think they would carry all of this equipment? So they won't get stabbed. So they won't get what? Stabbed. So they won't get stabbed. So they won't get stabbed. Okay, let's, um, let's take a look at each piece of the gear because in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul explains each one and he starts off by talking about the belt of truth. Now again, he was picturing this Roman soldier and the belt was the first thing. In fact, Matthew, can you help us? Can you be our Roman soldier today? Okay, he's not real enthusiastic about it, but come on up. Okay, my beautiful assistant, give her a hand, Lucy Marr. She's going to dress you in this uniform. So the first thing we're going to do is put on this belt of truth. Now, it's interesting. This was the first thing that the Roman soldier would put on, and it carried his sword. It carried a little pouch with food, and it protected the front. Lucy Marr is protecting the side. That's okay. Um, she's not a guy. I can maybe understand that, but there we go. That's better, believe me. Okay. And so the belt of truth is the foundation. It's the, it's the key thing that holds the whole ensemble together. Okay. And by truth, think about it. It's so important for us to be able to trust God. Could you trust God if he lied to you? If every day he... He, you, you thought he was, had a promise and that promise didn't come true? Wouldn't that be kind of hard? Or what about us? What if we lied to our parents, our teachers, our friends? Could people trust us? No. no. And that's why truth is so important. But there's something else. Almost all of these things, all of these symbols that Paul used meant something else. They have multiple meanings depending on what you think about. Um, you know, Jesus once said, I am the... Say that again. The way, the truth, and the light. So Jesus, this belt represents Jesus. It also re represents the word of God, which is very important. So that's the, the belt of truth. Let's see what the next one is. Ah, the breastplate of righteousness. And so the, it goes on in, in Ephesians chapter 6 and it says, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Now, what do you think? Go ahead. Put it. Oh, no. Breastplate. Those are sandals, sweetie. In Brazil, breastplates and sandals is kind of the same thing. 
So that's the front. Okay, what, what does the breastplate protect? Ah, it protects the? The heart. In fact, all of the vital organs, but we think about the right, the, the heart. Now, righteousness means doing the right thing. When we do the right thing, we're protected by God's promises. But if we're always doing the wrong thing, going to the wrong places at the wrong time, are you sewing them up there or did we forget no. the cord? I must have dropped it somewhere. Oh, well, you're going to look like one of those guys, you know, selling tacos or something, <laughs> selling shoes or something on the streets in New York. Okay, that's, that's unfortunate. So, <laughs> anyway, you look kind of like a robot. Now, can I test that? Can I see if that really does protect you? Does that hurt? Oh, <laughs> well... The Romans didn't make it out of cardboard. They made it out of steel, okay, out of metal, yes. And so it was kind of heavy, but it protected all their vital organs, just like doing the right thing protects us. Let's see what the next item is. The shoes of peace. It's actually, what Paul actually said was, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. You know, Obviously, I don't know why um, you bring your parents to church every Sabbath, but I'm really glad you do. But the reason I'm here is to learn more about the gospel because the gospel should bring us peace. Okay, we're putting on the sandals there. Now, the sandals, it's actually kind of interesting. The sandals, the Romans had a special sandal for the soldiers, very thick, and they would put like nails or even sharpened rocks on the bottom so that when they were fighting, they wouldn't slip. Um, so kind of interesting there. Um, but also, Paul had multiple meanings. And I think one of the meanings that we can read into this is that, you know, Paul is known for traveling. And how do you think he traveled? Did he go on airplanes, trains, cars? He went on foot. He went on foot. He walked a lot. And so he walked using good shoes to share the gospel. And we should try to share the gospel with our friends. And the best way of doing that is by being a good example, just being a good friend. Okay? What's next on the list? Ooh, the shield of faith. Now, so far, everything we've done, he's wearing, right? He's wearing the, the breastplate, the belt, the sandals. But the shield... He actually holds, and so maybe Ethan can hold up the shield there. And so this is the shield of faith. Now, we said that the belt of truth is the foundation, but really, to get through life, you have to have faith and trust in God that he will deliver on his promises. And the shield is the one thing that he has to carry. You have to pick it up. You have to do something with it. Okay? What's the next one? Oh, the helmet of salvation. We cannot forget the helmet of salvation. Now, this is kind of interesting that the Romans wore, um, oh boy. I went online and it said that the, the head size for like an average 9 or 10 year old was 21 inches in circumference. Evidently, Ethan is smarter than the average <laughs> 8, 9 year old. Just force it on, sweetie. Just... There you go. Not too happy about that. So, 
So this is kind of a, this is kind of a, the, the helmet of salvation. What does that mean? And I think what it means is the gospel with the sandals is the gospel of peace. That means if we're living the gospel and we've invited God in our life, it brings us peace. And the whole gospel is about that. It's about um, not being bitter. It's about forgiving other people. And also there's this assurance, there's this hope that God will be true to his promise that we will um, live after this life is over. Okay, what's next? Ooh, that's the best one, sword of the spirit. Our first sword is still drying in the garage. So now, so far, everything that we've put on Ethan is defensive, right? It protects his heart and it protects him from all kinds of other weapons and, and protects his feet from the, the hot, rocky ground. But this is an offensive weapon. This is a weapon. This is something that he can use to defend himself with. Um, actually, I was going to try that on the breastplate, but we already figured out that's probably not the best. Okay. There you go. Okay, we've tested that. So, the sword of the Spirit, but it actually goes on and it says that the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and that's kind of the summation of the whole letter, this whole chapter, is that we have to rely on the Spirit and all the words of God, which are found where? In the Bible. We don't have to wait for some special vision or dream. His words are in the Bible, and they touch our heart through the Holy Spirit. So that's the sword does. Now, what's our last one? Praying at all times. So Paul ends his, his, this part of the letter with praying at all times with all prayer and supplication. And I have a, I, I brought a paper with a different verse or a different interpretation or translation, which basically said we should pray at all times for all things. It's very important at a young age that you know that your heavenly father wants you to wants to hear about anything maybe you, there's a toy you want i think that's valid to pray for it sounds weird but if there's someone who's in trouble or someone who's treating you badly or maybe you're having a hard time treating someone nicely you can ask god about anything that comes to your mind and the more you do that the more god will answer those prayers and it's just going to build your faith right your shield of faith and it's going to sharpen your sword. So that's our children's story for today. I hope that you remember to put on the armor of God every day before you go to school or preschool or, or wherever. Okay? Should we pray? Would someone like to give the prayer or would you like me to pray? You want to give the prayer? Okay. Dear Jesus, thank you for giving giving some food and thank you for giving us um me and thank you for giving us all amen amen thank you so much sweetheart i think miss lucy mara there has some roman snacks for us so.